Welcome to What the Fuck Did I Just Read, the tech sales and marketing edition. This is going to be a blast. This isn't just a podcast to have a conversation. This is a podcast to affect change. It's kind of our outlet for therapy to just let it rip. Welcome back to another fabulous session of What the Fuck Did I Just Read? Tech Sales and Marketing Edition. I am your co-host, Danny Wolf. And I'm your willing cohort, Chris Roberts. Now, we just got into a very heated discussion before we hit that big red button for recording on a recent interaction with a gentleman. And I found it very interesting because, you know, to your earlier point, it was a decent exchange. And I found, I mean, that's just fabulous. I mean, as a marketer sitting on the other side of the computer, trying to target and engage with a buyer, I feel like that statement, there is no bad press really is relevant here because there's no bad exchange in essence. If you took the time to respond to me, that is a great opportunity for me to flip it around, right? Even if I fucked up, even if I yeah. did things the wrong way, if a buyer comes to me and says, one, two, three, four, five, this is why it didn't work. Oh, by the way, we're going to have this on a podcast and talk about it. Okay. That is a great opening for me as a marketer or a salesperson to say, okay, what is this about? What can I do better? Uh, uh, where did I screw up? What needs to be improved? I, I I just this gentleman we had a, the the response was interesting and we could we could break down the response I just feel like that was a huge missed opportunity for this gentleman to take it to the direction of improvement from feedback from you versus oh I'm offended now let's cut it off and here's my challenge on this one which which I actually I just suddenly thinking about it as we were talking it isn't just this individual, as they pointed out, they are responsible for quite a number of additional, as they said, families and putting food on the table. So if you have realized, and, and I've taken the time to explain to you that the tactics you're using in our industry are inflaming, inflammatory, and you know abrasive to a large percentage of the folks that you're trying to approach, and you've literally tried to defend and explain that this is the way and so be it, to some degree. And you're going to tell this to 27 other people about how you're doing it. There's frustration I have because you've just been told it's that you've been given criticism. No two ways about it. And, and the initial response back from me was, it was blunt. It was my normal bluntness. But I also gave a couple of hooks and reasons why and wherefore. It wasn't just, just go pound sand and take a long jump off a short cliff. But it was it was very much a case of like, hey, you messed up. You hit both myself and my CISO, you know, or my CIO, and I have a level of protection. And by the way, you know, A, B, and C was what was wrong. And yeah, it's going on a podcast. Now, in in, in his defense, you, there was probably a level of like, oh, heck, it's going on a podcast. We don't put names out there. I haven't put the person's name, the company, and I, and I won't do that. But it's definitely going to be discussed. No, no two ways about it. And I think it's, to your point, it's a lost opportunity to take criticism and feedback from the very audience you're trying to get into 
and not only for yourself, but uh, for the 27 or so families and organizations that you have said you're responsible for. I will urge anybody who does get feedback, as harsh as it is, the criticism, take that feedback very seriously. Try and turn it around. I mean, hell, we wouldn't be sitting here (laughs) nine months later if I didn't take that harsh feedback from you sitting in that conference room you know, during my QBR chatting with you virtually, holy moly. I mean, you could, you could do wonders with just a question of why did this piss you off? Yeah. Right. Why, why did this not work? What could I have done better? And this is exactly why we're doing what we're doing right now is, is to break down why these things don't work and what you could do differently. You're absolutely right. And I think this is where it gets frustrating because I just I just found the sentence I was looking for. Sometimes cold emailing and calling is the only way to get in front of the right people. Mm-hmm. I so disagree with that. I, I Not only do I disagree with that, I, I, we could poll a thousand CISOs and I would lay money, I'll lay a dollar on the whole thing or a good cup of tea or coffee for goodness sakes, that 999 of those CISOs would be like, yeah, I hate this. Mm-hmm. You might get one who's like, yeah, you know, I can put up with it, but I'd lay money that 999 of them would be like, oh, hell no, this is absolutely the wrong way to do it. Now, uh, before we get into the the teardown of the initial email mm-hmm. that triggered, uh, you know, Therapy 101 here, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I I want to uh, just a quick comment because he responded and I feel like if he would have led with kind of a response like that, a sincere response of, hey, I know what Bo- who Boom is, right? I know what you all are doing. I had the pleasure of meeting XYZ here. Hey, with that, you know, like I, I'd, I'd love the opportunity to support you. Let me know if you have any interest or need this is what we do would that would have worked in the beginning as as a first email or still no i think it would have you know it's it's i had a really fantastic message in from somebody the other day that i responded Mm -hmm. to and i'm actually sitting down with them tomorrow Mm -hmm. and i'm going to i'm going to take i'm taking meeting with them because it's actually partly it's a product that i'm actually interested in uh partly it's it's at the right time for me but it was also the approach, and it was pretty much so that way of approaching. It's like, hey, did my research, love the way you've put it, love the organization, have an aerospace background. Definitely my background is in the sales and marketing stuff, but I'd love to just, if you've got time, and it was that if you've got time, this is what we're about, kind of figure this is the stage you're at, let us know if you got a chance for a call. There was no like, hey, let's catch up next week, let's whatever. It was like, hey, understand where you're at, what you're doing. If you have time or chance, would love the opportunity to talk. And, and that to me is a much more effective way of doing it because it then puts, there's a level of empathy involved. It's, it's no coincidence that we're sitting here at you know 10.30 at night recording this and I still have a, you know, I've still got the screen up with a whole bunch of things I still have left to do. My days, you know, from eight, nine in the morning until six or seven at night are tactical. My evenings are where I catch up. There's no, you know, when we're done here, I'm still got work to do. Mm-hmm. So 
So, you know, at least that's an, a level of empathy on the, from their part to go, hey, totally get it if you've got chance and if you're, you know, if you feel in the mindset, we'd love to have a conversation. So I like that because there's no assumption. Um, mm -hmm. It was also the way they led it. You know they'd led it because they'd actually done the research. So right. at least they'd done more than, and, and they'd done more than read the tagline. This is always the fun part as well. They'd done more than go, ha, 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 approaching with tea and coffee, and then start to sell you. Because I'm like, if y'all had read the third line down, you might have realized there was a little bit more to it than that. So, Who was it? You know, the taglines are interesting. I feel like that's a good way to filter out the crap. Because then you could I mean, say, like, maybe not approach with with the tea and, tea and what was it, tea and biscuits or, or tea and whiskey. Biscuits or either whiskey, uh, yeah. Biscuits and yeah. whiskey. Um uh, you could say something super outlandish, and that, and if they're responding with that, you know that they're just they're just who is Samara Samara Williams, uh, who was op over at Hacker Valley Media. She had a, there they had a yeah. session about tech sales and the tactics to to approach. She actually, in her name on LinkedIn, adds like some kind of emoji because that's how she knows people use the automated thing and don't actually you know, thoughtfully write out her name and look into her profile and do all that kind of stuff. That's a good tactic to filter out all the, all the crap coming in. I, I had one, I'm actually going to think, bring it up. And I, I had to, I actually read it like three times. Cause I'm like, what the hell are they doing? And then it was, it was a relatively automated one. And it was one of those ones that was like, you know, they, They'd ask connect. I'm not even sure if I connected with them. I'm actually just checking now to see if they did it. Because uh, I, 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 I was trying to know. I, I deleted. I deleted it with force. I think in that case. But it was one of those ones. I mean, I read it, and he's like, "Hi, I'm I'm Oliver," and it was like, <laughs> and we have this, and they have this, and we've done this, and we've done this, and we're amazing, and we're. I mean, I'm kidding you not. It was like two paragraphs of it. And they're like, and we do, and we do this, and we do pencils, and, and you know, basically, we do everything for everybody. And I'm like, help! <laughs> I mean, I, I, I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't want to respond. You know, there are sometimes you just like, and I'm done for the day. Mm -hmm. And that was one. So length has a big, a big impact, especially as a first starting point. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's actually, that's a really, really huge point. You know, these ones that go on for three or four paragraphs, I'm done. I, I don't have the time for this. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it is my attention span, especially if it's an inbound message, sales, marketing services, whatever. My attention span is maybe five, 10 seconds. And I speed read. I mean, I'm very fortunate. I've over the years, I've learned to do it more and more effectively, but I pretty much a speed read. So in five seconds, I can go through a lot. But if I don't see anything that's like, hmm, okay, in that five seconds, and especially if my trigger points go off, you know, and it's the stuff that you and I talk about on a regular basis, you know, the perfect example. So if we lead off with this one, first and foremost, it was high Charles and Chris, it wasn't just a single pointed, it was a double barrel against the organization. All right, so let's go through this. Yeah, so it was like, hi, Charles and Chris. I hope you're having a great week. Well, um, let's see. It was sent, <laughs> it was actually sent on Mental Health Day, and, and I was not having a good week at all. Yeah. It was sent on Monday. So first and foremost, it was sent on Monday. Hope you're having a great week. Uh, is you sending it on Monday morning? No, no, it's Monday morning. Monday's never good. Uh, no, great week could be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So first and foremost, flag number one. 
My name's whatever. I'm with this company. We offer managed IT services, IT consulting, and day-to-day -day IT support, IT product, cybersecurity, IT procurement, vendor management, CMC, supplies, data hosting, and IT services organization. I got it all out in one sentence. <laughs> By the way, it was all in one sentence. Just a couple of commas. In addition, as a software distributor, we could potentially save you between 15 and 30% on your cybersecurity applications. I mean, this this should have come with a sales sticker. You know those sales mm -hmm. stickers that you use to the hardware stores and software and appliance stores? Save 15 to 30%. Apply now. You know, don't miss this opportunity to pass up this savings. Uh, apparently, they also pride themselves on our immediate and effective customer service solutions. Apparently, they don't pride themselves on their outreach. We love helping people, including filling up your inbox. You know, I'd love to learn more about your IT needs. Uh, and, and if interested, would like to schedule a 15-minute video conference. We all know that a 15-minute video conference is a lie. Okay, let's say it here and now. Don't lie to me. Again, you're lying. 15 minutes isn't going to happen. I had one the other day, and it's actually one I'm partly interested in. And I'll, you know, it's a, a governance risk and compliance platform. Hey, we'd love to have 15 minutes of your time. Then when I'm like, yeah, okay, look, we'll we'll do 30. I'll be I'll put I'll be the honest one here. Oh well, our our uh, our, our demos are normally 75 minutes long, and I'm like, you get the <laughs> out of here. I'm like, I don't know any CISO or any CIO that's going to give you 75 minutes for a demo. If you mm -hmm. can't get your shit together in 30 minutes then you've got a problem on your own with communication or you haven't been able to convince me that it's necessary. So, yeah, bless. And then, you know, the other thing that drives me nutters as well is, is when the, the signature block is mm -hmm. not just the, the name and, and the phone number. There's like half a dozen graphics. In this case, what, one, two, three, four, five, ten JPEGs. So we've got ten JPEGs on there, all of which get stripped off by our system. Not only that, I just realized, and I hadn't seen this before, so bad on my part. They sent a, a company handout PDF, a managed service PDF, and an IT consulting PDF, which, by the way, got stripped as well. I'm like, this is, this is not good. This is, this is, yeah. So there was so much to take out here. And so, yeah, I reacted. All right, let's let's break down the triggers again. So the the first problem yeah. was the was the stepping stone first and foremost, having Charles in your CIO. Yeah, because that that's an instant that instant uh, an instant defense mechanism in my part. You know, part of my job is to protect. I mean, that's that's really all the way here for security. So when you copy my CIO in on a message and it's an inbound sales message, you got my heckles up straight away. Because that also means it's sitting in their box or in their spam box or whatever, and therefore you're filling up two of us. You know, um, instant, you know, instant defense mode at that point in time. So that's trigger one. Don't ever do that. Trigger, trigger two, two. We do everything. No, no, I would, I would actually go before that. Trigger two. Hope you're having a great week. Mm. It's Monday, really. Hey, mm. hope you're having a great start week or hey hope monday is doing okay at least customize your darn outbound messages to reflect the day of the week it is 
you know, if this had turned up on Friday, hey, I hope your week wasn't too bad, and that maybe Friday you get some downtime. At least customize the darn thing. Don't don't spam me five days a week with the same starter. So that was number two. Number three, we offer, as you said, we offer everything. And not only do we offer everything, I have to take the biggest breath of air to actually read through it, known to mankind on this one. So we do all things for all people, all ways, which is another one of those. Nobody does that, let's be honest. Would one of those solutions, like if I if I would come in and say, I am with XYZ and we offer A, or just A and B. Yeah, like we offer, yeah. we maybe offer all solutions, but I did the research to see, okay, what would be your your challenge right now as potential challenge right now? Yeah, absolutely. Or oh, hey, we we have we have a portfolio of solutions that should you have the time, we'd love to have a conversation about. Mm-hmm. Great. But this was just the wheel for turn on the fire hose, here we go. Now, yeah, to your point, there are a couple of things in there that we have and are looking at. One of them, we're actually just signing on uh, managed service providers, so we're going to get that all sorted out. Apparently, they mm-hmm. do it as well as you know Christmas cakes and everything else to go with it. Now, now, then the next trigger was the the instant assumption that they could save between 15 and 30% off what they were doing. So that, to me, does two things. One, it's the car salesman tactic. You know, car salesman used secondhand goods goods tactics also you're impugning my ability to maybe actually negotiate without even we know that so then then we have that there's that level of believability was already teetering off the edge and now somebody just nudged it into free fall i have to say it's it's interesting that also uh that's the only thing that's bolded in the email save 15 to 30 so that's stick it it automatically looks like a sticker it automatically smells salesy Oh my gosh. If it could probably have been flashing, they probably would have done that too. Yeah. You know, and we put ourselves on an immediate and effective customer service solutions. I the way you are handling a relationship that you don't even know who's on the other end of it does not fill me with confidence that you are able to effectively manage customer service. Mm-hmm. Customer service is that. It's service to the customer. It's knowing your customer. It's under your customer it's being respectful of your customer i want to go back to the save 15 to 30 save save money right that that save money, that money, 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 money. Goal. yeah because in not just in you know emails but also in, in marketing material you know you have vendors who are spending so much money on these reports for like total cost of ownership and oh save this mm-hmm. amount of money and that and you know that like we want some kind of return on those kinds of reports. Do those statistics on on financial savings, capex, opex, all that, does that resonate with you? Is that helpful in your decision to buy a solution or evaluate a solution? No, really, no. No, and and and, and a big chunk of it is because everybody's situation is different. Mm-hmm. You know, just because you were able to uh, to realize a 15, 20% savings in somebody's overhead because you implemented software and systems at the company down the road doesn't mean you're going to do the same here. I might have a different development lifecycle. I might have different staffing. My staff might be at a different level than the folks you had down the road. I might have siloed portions of my organization. The folks down the road might have been a collaborative team 
the folks I have might not be collaborative. I might have different manufacturers, different supply chains, different vendors. I might be in a different cycle inside my organization. So that means very little to me until you come into my organization and look at me and go, huh, you know, we can help you here. We can do some stuff over here. We definitely can streamline some stuff over here. Until you take a look into that or into, into the individual organizations, it's very tough. Unfortunately, nobody knows that and unless it's the people inside the org. So that's when you get to, you know, that's when you go under NDA and that's when you start to really, really evaluate. So I would approach any of that with extreme caution. What kind of statistics would positively trigger you in responding or saying, okay, hmm, th maybe this is something that I should take a look at? So if it's secure, so if we, if we look specifically at security, we look at IT as well. If we look specifically at security, we know, unfortunately, the statistics are that the mean time discovery, in other words, how long it takes us to realize that the large Harry adversary is running the environment is way too long these days. Depending on who you look at, it's anywhere from like 70, 80, 90 days up to like almost 200 days. So we know those stats are at. So anything that helps me effectively get better eyes in my environment, get a quicker response environment, gets an, a, the ability to enact an incident response plan in effectively, Anything that helps me do this, which means now I take a step back and go, I need to know my assets more effectively. So somebody that can come in and say, hey, we can identify all of your assets, I'm going to call you a liar. Somebody can come in and say, hey, we have a more effective way to identify static assets, desktop servers, to identify and manage more portable assets and mobile assets and Internet of Things assets, if they understand the the ecosphere well enough to break those things down and say, hey, look, typically in an environment, we can identify 99.9% .9 of all static assets. We're pretty freaking good at hitting like 95, 97% of all the mobile stuff. And we got our shit together on the mobiles and IoT stuff. And we identify typically, you know, this amount of realm and this stuff. When I see more realistic statistics than in that environment, then is when I'll pay attention. Um, the other one is time, you know, and this kind of comes down to meantime discovery. But we all know that none of us have the hours that we really want to have, and we're constrained on resources and all this good stuff. So anything that helps, like orchestration, is a perfect example. So everybody has a million and one event logs going on if you're watching your damn systems but you can't spend the time looking at them. So what would actually help me reduce that lower clock more effectively bring the good stuff to the top? So those are the interesting ones for me as well. Mm -hmm. Risk and compliance. So there is an, an overarching risk and compliance framework out there that kind of covers most of them. How well do you adhere to that? How easily can you help me identify risk? Mm -hmm. So, you know, we, you know, somebody comes up and says, hey, we have um, a new model and a new way of helping you identify risk inside a manufacturing organization or inside your third party supply chain. I'm going to pay some attention to that because I know what I know, but I'm also got enough gray hair to know that I'm smart enough to know what I to know that I don't know everything. Therefore, if somebody can come in and help me, that's another area. Awesome. I love that. That's so, so helpful because, you know, 
I've been, uh, you know, on the side of, of the, you know, of uh, the marketing side and inundating Mm -hmm. buyers with statistics, which ones would actually resonate with you. So uh, that's been super helpful. Uh, so we tore down, we've provided the alternative next session. We're, we're also heading towards the 30 minute mark, which we want to keep these under 30 minutes. Um, one thing you want to impart on the audience today, Chris. Be accepting of criticism. And this to some degree is the pot calling the kettle black. But mm-hmm. I think it behooves all of us to take a step back, not necessarily take it personally, and be accepting of others' criticism. If I am being an ass, I'll accept it, you know, and, and there might be or might not be mitigating circumstances for it. But also if I'm coming, if I'm taking to your point, if I'm taking the time to respond to some of these messages and go, hey, there's a better way to do it. There's a different way to do it. It isn't often you get on a CISO's radar. So even if it's on the CISO's radar for the wrong reasons, you all might want to pay attention for two seconds. I agree. I echoing what you're saying. There are second chances. You could take this down a great path if you just pause for a moment, feel the emotion of the response, but ask why this didn't work. Why is such a great question? And you know, you could do wonders with with the answers that you're getting back. You know, um, don't don't shut the door on an opportunity that you could turn around within minutes. You know, because you know you're you've been accepting to to so many people in helping them do things a little bit differently. Don't don't shut the door on that. That's I think something that I'd share with the audience. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love All it. right. Well, this has been another episode of What the Fuck Did I Just Read? Tech Sales and Marketing Edition. As always, if you have feedback for us on how we could do better, please shout out at the top of your lungs. We will listen. With that, we are out. Absolutely. Take care. Stay safe.